0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer,
1: all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
0: Welcome to 3AM. 3AM. 3AM, where we discuss and dissect the supernatural.
2: Welcome guys to the 3am podcast. My name is Sean. My name is Charlie. My name is DJ. And we're just a couple friends. We like to tell spooky tales of, you know, the paranormal and things we can't explain. So, and trying to scare each other.
0: Welcome. We also try to crack jokes, so bear with us. Uh, But yeah, tasteful jokes though. So, (laughs) I forgot to say my name is Charlie. I'm the yellow one.
1: (laughs) Just to be clear. I'm DJ. I'm the brown one.
0: Um, Sean, the white one, or otherwise
1: known as the red one. Yes. (laughs) Depending on the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Potato Head, Mr. No More. Potato Head. Just Potato
0: Head.
2: Wow. So brave of them. Yeah.
0: Gender fluid in our vegetables. I wonder how Disney's going to handle that. Are they going to change Toy Story? I don't know. Or just disclaimer. I don't know. For those who don't know what's going on. Let us know, DJ. Basically, they are
1: changing the trademark of Mr. Potato Head to just Potato Head to make it more accepting for all different types of genders.
0: It's weird that they're not... Weenies and VVs and anything in between.
2: Yep. It's weird that they're not trying to make it more acceptable for China as well. How? Did you see what China passed laws like uh, saying that being gay was basically a uh, mental illness?
0: Oh whoa. Shoot. So it's like
2: a law for them. So we're waiting to see what Disney and the NBA does. Oh, oh shit. Oh
0: <laughs> shit. Crossing of worlds. Yeah. I it's like think how do we that. be woke but not anger the dragon?
1: Dude speaking <laughs> of uh speaking of change in animation. <laughs> did you guys hear
0: <laughs> Oh, oh, I was like who the hell spoke of that but I did Toy Story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just random. Potato head it comes from Toy Story. So uh, did you see the new pictures from uh, what is it? Raya? Nope, nope, no. That one looked dope though. Riot does look dope. Uh wait, we'll actually get to that in a second. It's uh
0: Space, Space Jam. Space I saw that too. too. Looks good. I haven't. With our boy Bron Braun? Yeah. yeah. With a China's full favorite. Hairline. <laughs> what um CGI can do anything, bro. <laughs>
1: well <laughs> with the full hairline. That's funny. Um they changed Lola Rabbit. What?
0: So she ain't that thick shouty no more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, everyone loves to bag on on furries, but Everybody was sporting a chub when bro, <laughs> girls and boys alike, when they saw uh, Lola Bunny come on court with that burlesque music. She's fine as hell. <laughs> so everybody has like 0.1% furry in them because uh, of that.
0: Call me point 0.10, brother.
1: <laughs> Which is That's point, point point 0.1. <laughs> <laughs> Quick math, bro. I'm going to call me 0.100. Yeah, point yeah, one, zero, zero. yeah they, they minimized the size of her chest, gave her like knee-length basketball shorts. Oh.
0: <sighs> I'm not and even like, oh, you made it less sexual. I just think knee-length basketball shorts are gross on any human. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> you see people going to
2: the swimming pool in those basketball shorts, knee-length, Ugh, with that yeah. white T-shirt They'll on. They weigh bro. like 20 pounds.
0: Let the, <laughs> let the thighs free. That's what I have always yeah. said. You know? <laughs> uh, but that's actually
1: what the director or like one of the head producers, executive producers for Space Jam 2 said was they wanted to make Lola Rabbit less sexual and more strong since when is
0: your sexuality not strength dude i don't know that's rude
1: you you should see a picture of of her of it okay i'll I'll look it up yeah she went from uh less sexual and more strong here we have it great like one out of ten what are you asking yeah (laughs) i'm giving it a solid four
2: bro i like the old uniforms better too so that's just my personal opinion
1: that's true classic Toon Squad. You were Tune Toon Squad for Halloween one year.
2: Yeah, dude. Bill Murray, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts? Look, she even got like the, uh, the Under Armour compression shorts.
0: I mean, I guess. I get yeah. it. It is no, weird yeah. to be like sexual in a kid's thing. Yeah. So it's like, but <laughs> <laughs> it's also kind of cool, you know? She went from choke me to woke me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Did you make that up or is that cool? Did you read that somewhere? I was thinking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I liked it. That's funny. All right, man. Whatever. Well, it's not cool to be sexy anymore. Teach their own. But sexy
1: I, is weak. So, all y'all, all y'all skinny skinny twigs out there, bro, I'm hella weak
0: then, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, I get you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting news. Bro, speaking of news, so much news. I have like four things to cover. Yeah. Hit it. One of them, Utah, 2006. 2018 and 2019, there were quite a bit of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember a lot
1: of activity? I recall. Okay, we so. we had some when we were in Bluffdale. Yeah, a little bit. Right before shook. the
0: house, and our yeah, the house was shaking. It could possibly be this same earthquake, but they're looking at all the seismic readings and stuff like that, and these are not from tectonic plates moving. They're from... What they thought was the dormant volcano and lava systems under Utah. Tight. tight. So it's, it's not dormant. Like there is a live volcano and lava system <sighs> under Utah called the Black Rock Desert Volcanic Field. And I, want, I just want to blame DJ for that. <laughs> Which one of you stole a rock from the island? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro, that's probably what it is. Yeah. It wasn't me, bro. It's called Black Rock Desert Volcanic Field. I don't Dude, know. that's, if that's exactly
1: what you're why I tried to leave Hawaii. <laughs> Black Rock Desert Volcanic Field? Yep. That's all of the Big Island. If you go to the Big Island, it's just... Black Rock Desert Volcano <laughs> Field. Exactly <laughs> what it is. No, I'm that dead That used to ass. be the
0: original name for the Big Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just thought it was crazy. I had no idea there was lava under Utah.
1: I guess... I mean, we're not that far from Yellowstone, and there's a super volcano, volcano under there. Yeah, so Yellowstone is what? Anyways. Five... Six hours away from here. True. So, you know what I've been listening to or reading up on is, uh, what is it, hollow earth theory? Oh, my gosh, dude.
0: <laughs> I went down a literal rabbit hole, or a, a hole, Yeah. <laughs> a hollow hole of hollow earth. Yeah. There's so much to it. So much to it. And I don't know how much I believe these guys, <laughs>
1: but Neil deGrasse Tyson and Stephen Hawking... Said there's some validity to it, mm. but uh, they've always seemed like the Doctor Phil of science to me. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why. Just be saying things to say things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're just trying to get clout on Twitter. Say things just to. I feel get you get the likes and
0: regrams and. I mean, yeah, it's like wait—you said Stephen Hawking. Yeah, both of them.
1: I feel I uh, more, more more I feel Neil like Stephen Degrass Hawking Tyson.
0: I was gonna say I feel, I feel like Steve was less clout chasey. Then Neil takes him a lot more work to tweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He really has to think about before he like blows on straws or whatever. (laughs) However the hell he talks. (laughs) Shout out my disabled. No. no. Um, You know what I just
1: learned too? Neil deGrasse Tyson's father was in the Olympics, ran track. Oh, really? And was the model for Get Out. What? So, you know, in the beginning of Get Out when he's like, yeah, my grandpa ran a... My grandpa's claim to fame is he came second place to this African American dude. And that was him? And he, and this was in, this Olympics was in Germany in front of Hitler. Whoa. Yeah. So that was Neil deGrasse Tyson's father. Dude, have you seen
0: pictures of Neil deGrasse Tyson in college? Mm -mm. He was a wrestler. Boy was body, dude. He looked like (laughs) Lola Rabbit, dude. He was (laughs) thick in all the right places. (laughs) No, he was just hella shred and in shape.
1: Damn. It's Can't crazy. even imagine.
0: <laughs> literally cannot. Oh, what, what, Okay, wait. He looks oh. like an old Krispy Kreme. <laughs> before the glaze. Horarius. He looks like an apple fritter. <laughs> That's nice of you, dude. He, uh, That's a on. What on. Else? What else? <laughs> Cinnabon. <laughs> uh, Hollow Earth Theory literally takes every paranormal subject and just encompasses it. So it's like mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. dinosaurs still being here, Mm -hmm. aliens, Mm -hmm. dwarves, fairies, magic, whatever you can think of, it's in hollow earth theory.
2: Well, it's got to be true then.
0: I like heard a ton of stories of old explorers who like went up into the Antarctic and things like that. And it's getting, it's super cold. It's super snowy and they're like cracking through ice. And then all of a sudden the water starts to get warmer. The ice melts and they're in tropical Island weather. And it's like they had gone into the earth And then they got chased by dinosaurs and shit like that. Yeah. Well, it's like
2: journeying the center of the earth.
0: Well, there was a a team of scientists that, okay, so
1: hollow earth theory is basically about 400 miles or so. Underneath the earth's crust is another earth, like an ancient civilization who lives and thrives there. There are two ways into the hollow part of this earth. Do you think they listen to this podcast? Likely. Dude, shout out my inner earthers. Yeah. (laughs) north and south pole. Hmm. So, the north and south pole in like the 60s, there was an expedition of scientists who went to go check it out and they had apparently irrefutable evidence that there was an entrance that connected the north and south pole together. And the US government when they returned from their expedition, US government took them and questioned them and had them for like a month. Give me that shit. Yeah. And then never released any of the information. Just let them go. It would, like, that's,
2: it's what so common. What would
0: the it. irrefutable evidence be? Selfies of them in front of the entrance? But, like, that it connects to North Pole. Like, I don't know, bro. It has to be pretty big to be irrefutable. That the <laughs>
3: North
2: and the South Pole are completely connected. Yeah. That's true.
0: I feel you. Okay, there there might be some holes in this story. Yeah. I mean, there are holes in this yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> Some hollow holes. Uh, speaking of the government and secret documents, I'm going to pull up this article and I want one of you to read the title. Yeah. Millions of CIA documents on
2: UFOs and paranormal activity released online.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Wait,
1: this isn't in connection with uh, the uh, where they were like, OK, hey, you have 90 days bill that they it passed. Is. It is kind of. Yeah. OK, but this is leaked. <clears throat> Or no, no, released.
0: Let's just read it. Okay, okay, okay. Why
1: don't you read it? Months ahead of a deadline for U.S. agencies to reveal everything they know about UFOs to senators, the CIA's entire archive has apparently been uploaded to the internet for everyone to see.
0: Real quick, this is from an article. Roll up. Just so we can... From News
1: Hub. I think it's a New Zealand website, but I'm not (laughs) sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Millions of pages of documents have appeared on the Black Vault a website dedicated to exposing government secrets by acquiring declassified documents and making them available to the public. Aren't declassified documents already made available to the public? I think there's a lot of things. Well, It kind of goes into it. Let's read. Okay. Founder John Greenwald Jr. says, It's the culmination of 20 years of lobbying and freedom of information requests. Around 20 years ago, I had fought for years to get additional UFO records released from the CIA, Greenwald told Motherboard. Um, which I think is a journalist or whatever. It was like pulling teeth. I went around and around with them to try and do so. Finally achieving it, I received a large box of a couple thousand pages, and I had to scan them in one page at a time. That's wild. The article goes on and on and has some, like, photocopy or uh, scanned evidence of these documents that he received.
0: These are some of the subjects that are in the leaked documents.
1: So – uh, at this stage, the files are merely labeled by number with no uh, indication of their contents. News Hub opened a few and found bullet points. A summary of a Greek newspaper from 1953 carrying claims from a normal former Nazi engineer, George Klein, that the Third Reich had developed a flying saucer <laughs> capable of reaching altitudes of 12 feet kilometers and flying at twice the
0: speed of sound. So real quick there's like a lot of things in here. So it not only is for UFOs but paranormal activity mm-hmm. as well, which to me is way more intriguing the paranormal activity. And there's so many theories about Nazis and like mm-hmm. the occult UFOs things like that that just reading this and seeing this is crazy. Nazi zombies, Hellboy, Whoa. you remember?
1: Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um another bullet point, a document from 1992 analyzing Chinese media reports Including a claim, the communists had made progress in the study of identified flying objects. Unidentified. What did I say? Identified. identified. Oh, sorry. Unidentified. That's an IFO, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. That's a. That's a. Aeroplane. <laughs> yeah. Um, a 1994 report on a completely new flying machine invented by the Russians, which it describes as a cross between a plane, helicopter, and. A dirigible? Dirigible. Which, which seems, means which <laughs> seems like a UFO.
0: I have no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah. A
1: 1972 list of Soviet publications on parapsychology, psychoenergetics, uh, psycho- energetics and related subjects. I think it's the relationship between the mind and like paranormal. Like telekinesis and sure, yeah. yeah. Um, let me put on my Neil deGrasse Tyson hat. Numerous lists of what appeared to be TV listings from Soviet Russia, Germany, Vietnam, and other communist socialist nations. A report of identified unidentified helicopters breaching US airspace from Canada. A claim a UFO was spotted over Stalingrad in 1954 by patients in a military hospital. Oh, it goes on and on and on. A mysterious explosion explosion in the Russian town of Sasovo, which had no clear cause, some locals blaming it on UFOs. Ah, Independence Day.
2: Yo, there's a lot of shit going on in Russia.
1: I know, for real,
2: huh? Like, that was half of these bullet points.
1: I wonder. So, a COVID-19 relief package passed into law earlier this year, 2020. Is this from last year? Possibly. Either or. Contained a clause requiring the Pentagon, FBI, and other intelligence agencies to spill the beans on observed airborne objects that have not been identified as well as supply detailed analysis of unidentified phenomena data within 180 days.
0: I think this was written in January. Okay. Yeah. So, th- like,
1: that bill they're talking
2: about was passed in January. I yeah,
1: think. like, the first uh, relief stimulus check.
0: But crazy, dude, right?
1: Yeah. So funny that, w- like, it was written into the yeah. contract. It's like, I don't these know what people
0: need to eat also... <laughs> We want to know about some aliens. About the aliens. (laughs) Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be
2: slipping all kinds of things into that bill. (laughs) I know. It's like, all right, sure. I'm not
1: mad about that part, but. (laughs) It's
2: like we all knew the whole time, and now they're coming clean with it.
1: I know. Um, In other news, uh, Adam Levine claimed just this week that uh, there aren't any bands anymore. And it's causing a whole controversy. Okay, what? what do you mean and why did you bring that up? This is equally as important. Yeah, listeners. Well, we're, we're talking about
0: current events. No he, more bands? So he's just yeah. saying there's just like artists and then that's it? Uh,
1: I mean, it's not true. Like, does this man listen to music ever? Uh, he said, he's it's on funny. The Voice, bro. When he knows
2: the, everything about music.
1: When but. the first Maroon 5 album came out, there were still other band bands, Adam said. I feel like there aren't any bands anymore, you know? <laughs> that's the thing that makes it kind of sad. He continued, there's no bands anymore, and I feel like they're a dying breed.
0: Let's start a band.
1: So dumb. Hell, this yeah. is that's wrong. This is like a real-life equivalent of man yells at cloud. <laughs> like, <laughs> old man yells at cloud. Yeah, we did go to BuzzFeed,
0: so that should have told us. <laughs> um,
1: speaking of clouds and space and science and aliens, uh, a little late on this. But, dude, we made it to Mars. And we have before, but we don't often, you know?
0: (laughs) Like seeing all the footage and stuff? Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's amazing.
2: Dude, Elon is selling all of his stuff so we can get to Mars. I know. Is he? Yeah, he said he's selling all of his personal belongings to put it out there that he's committed to getting to Mars.
1: Also, there was an article talking (laughs) about, wasn't Elon, some other company saying that like an international space station hotel oh yeah saw I that saw too that. will be available by like 2027 something
0: like that some japanese billionaire yeah announced he's gonna pay for himself and like nine other people to go yeah. to space yeah
1: somebody retweeted that and said we just want free health care yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all. It's like, or <laughs> you can, I can go to the live space a few.
0: <laughs> station. Nine of you. It's like, okay. Yeah, you, fine.
1: Can go, you can go to space with your
0: cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> gosh damn it. Oh. I have some other things. Yeah. This one blew my mind. Shout out my sister. Brittany sent me a ton of shit to bring up on the pod. Hell yeah. This is from Popular Mechanics.
2: Scientists are pretty sure. That they found a portal to
1: the fifth I'm dimension. You, I'm telling you, they're real. What's the fifth dimension? I haven't gotten that far. I've okay, just gotten to what? the portal. I haven't walked through. In order to see the rest of this article, we have to sign up. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. There's a way to get past the paywall,
2: dude. Yeah, I think I saw like a TikTok about getting past dude, the paywall whatever. the other day. Mo- Let's go, hacker man. Do it.
1: For us. You're the botanics. one who did code, bro. That's all you. Yeah, that's all you, Death Mountain. Up. Give it over yeah. here. <laughs> Inspect page or whatever. I don't want to. I'd have to read a ton of shit. And oh, Command I F.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I guess we'll never know what the fifth dimension is. I mean,
2: <laughs> can I join? Is it free? No, it's definitely not free. What the hell? Popular Mechanics?
1: Join now. I'll use my bullshit account. Fuck. Oh, four bucks a month? Who would ever charge that <laughs> much?
0: <laughs> bullshit. He's <laughs> terrorist. They be taken down. Um, anyway, so we're just gonna read the title. That's crazy. Oh, Google, what's, is... the, what's the fifth dimension?
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what is the fifth harmony dimension? I feel like this is a question for Jeeves. And where did it come from? Five dimensional space. What is even four dimensional? So space? So we're on the startup. We just we're left. on we're on the third dimension, right? We live in a three dimensional world. Sure. So what's the fourth? We're four. already at the fifth. <laughs> It's for shit. the portal. Only <laughs> <laughs> mass um, level. Good Lord. Kick a cube across the floor hard in the few seconds it's in motion for you're seeing four dimensions in play. The first three are height, width, and depth. You can see those on the cube itself. You don't even need to kick it to get a feel for them. The last one is time. And you see this one over the progression of its movement. The dimension so that's is time. fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Although we can't really see time itself. The progression of distance is probably the closest you'll get, and it does make sense in this simulation. That does make sense. One of my favorite comparisons is the way we perceive objects compared to people who are blind. Whoa. So it's like a blind person will pick up a ball. They'll feel the texture of it, the size, and the will be okay, this, is, this feels like a basketball, if they knew what a basketball was. For us, we look at it, and we immediately know. Like, oh, it's orange what the sizes and everything. That's a basketball. So it's like...
0: So you're saying they have to like tactilely experience it?
1: To like to... for them to understand and perceive certain things, they have to use... Uh, for us, it's instant. For them, they have to see it over time. For us with time, we have to see it over time. <laughs> but like there's a dimension that saying. exists where it's just, it just is and like you can see all of it.
0: I always thought about it as like time in a linear And then some deities or whatever are able to take that, like think of it as a tube, and just turn it like this. Mm -hmm. And they can witness it all at once. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at it left to right.
1: fifth
2: dimension is an additional timeline, dude.
0: Okay, well, let's find out. Is that that really what it is? I'm guessing. I don't
1: know. Let's see. Wait, let's take our bets. What's what's the fifth dimension?
0: Okay, so if if one, two, and three is width, height, and something else. Depth. Depth. And then fourth is time. time. Fifth, obviously is more time okay <laughs> another times uh dj any bets
1: a world of perfectly cooked hot pockets okay <laughs> all right that's four dimensions but the most uh but most of the time especially when discussing the properties i think of it's space a micro time, dimension just guessing an additional fifth dimension <laughs> added in too. this is considered to be a micro dimension
3: <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa
1: damn Rather than the one full-fledged ones you can see by kicking a cube across the floor, even with the four pre-discussed dimensions, they're already what we consider to be the fabric of space-time. So yeah, more time and space. Instead, the fifth dimension came around when physicists were trying to connect all the parts of the universe in a way that made sense. Or rather, they wanted to try and connect all the fundamental forces known in the universe in a way that would make sense. This became known as the Kaluza-Klein theory, which has the ultimate goal of connecting gravity and electromagnetic force into a fifth dimension. All right, Th- that made perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. so I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm up to speed. Yep,
0: that's a very clear conclusion, and I'll just let you all draw it. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Take what you what you want. You know. <laughs> Next item on this. Um, <laughs> s- speaking of discoveries, uh, did you see the artwork? Of the huge extinct sloth. Oh yeah, dude! Fossils of that have been found. Fuck. What do you mean the artwork? I sent a picture. Uh, yeah, He's just sent like a
2: like someone's depiction gotcha. of what that sloth would look like. Or, or yes, it's a it's that. a
1: ground sloth, and judging from the fossils, it was up to
0: th- uh, thirteen feet. Were they down in like Argentina? 13 Feet. Were they down in Argentina? Thirteen feet. That's as tall as this house. That's crazy. Were they down in Argentina? That's a big ass
1: sloth, Um, dude. I don't know where they found it. There's
0: photos of a family who found a family of those in their front yard, and they like Mm -hmm. excavated it, and it's just huge mounts. Well, I think of like
1: back in prehistoric times, Neanderthals. Where do they live? In caves. Oh gosh. So it's like imagine like trying to find a new home, a new cave, and there's these
0: the damn boulders (laughs) in the way. Yeah, dude. It's Holy a sloth. Sir. Yeah. It is. A I would have uh, shit my loincloth. <laughs> so just on regular Tuesday <laughs> for Neanderthals?
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, I like to think they had some civility, <laughs> you know? Like, I want to keep this loincloth clean. They're all, damn it, Fred, like, shit in the clean. shitting corner. <laughs> yeah. Use your squatty potty yeah. and your bidet, <laughs> which is probably just
0: their sister just <laughs> spitting water on their, their anus. We've all been there. <laughs> Speaking of anuses, <laughs> y'all seen what China's doing to people? Oh,
1: God. Yes. Dude. They're Sign committ- me up. Committing crimes over there. <laughs> crimes against humanity. Dude, what I happened think- to consent? Yeah. <laughs> they were so, like, well, bend over. Yeah. <laughs> tell them. Tell them, soldier boy. No, you tell them. Okay. Uh, China is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, You're Chinese, so you can say it. I can I can't say it. <laughs> All right, so my aunties and uncles are swabbing your anus for COVID testing when you get to China. But it seems to be
0: just Americans. (laughs) Like, they don't require any other country. No, I heard they were doing it to Japanese. So people are getting on a plane, flying to China for business, whatever. I don't know. I heard it was diplomats, so. To get back? No, they were, like, landing in China. No, Japanese aren't from China. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> well Japan ruled China for a long Bro, time. Bro, we don't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> you sh- ruled me hey, for a long time. Okay, I knew we were going to have this yeah, conversation so. <laughs> at some point. And I'm going to need you to be quiet. Yeah. Go to your <laughs> – No, uh, people were landing in China. And without their permission, China's like, guess what? Fun, Fun times. We're going to swab your anus. No consent. They just had to do it. And the Japanese people were complaining that it was pretty painful. (laughs) They were saying they're still sore from their, like, anal rectal exam. Huh. If anything, I thought the
1: Japanese people would be more comfortable
0: with it. They're like, if you throw a tentacle on that swab, (laughs) bring on six more. Senpai, notice me. (laughs) no but there uh it was under the guise of like we need to check for covid which is like dude i ain't never heard fake news (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) that's wild i'll build a great wall around me (laughs) before i let anybody touch my
0: anus or no
1: actually you know what (laughs) touch my anus i'm very comfortable
0: yeah i was thinking like all the restaurants around here should adopt the chinese policy (laughs) (laughs) i would do that for chick-fil-a that's all i'm saying
1: yeah, <laughs> Speaking of Chick-fil-A, they uh, <laughs> Dude. they just uh,
0: added another tier of membership. Okay, if you what? don't know what that means, Chick-fil-A has an app. And the more items you buy, the more points you get. And they have tiers. You're a lowly surf piece of shit. Or you're like middle class. Or up until recently, the highest was red. Which is like elite member. Yeah, DJ I'm, a, I'm was a red member. In a group chat. That was called, like, Red Members Only. <laughs> and to get in this group chat, you had to have the coveted Red Member Oh, status. I'm still there. Oh, I <laughs> bet. I'm Red Member you all the way through. You piece of shite. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Red Member all the
1: way through 2022. Whoa. Damn. First, I got myself covered. Impressed or sad? <laughs> no, dude. You got to support the cause. And people, people hate on Chick-fil-A for some of their questionable stances on LGBTQ. Because the owner is uh, a raging Christian. Wow. Yeah. But, dude, statistically, there are more gays that eat Chick Fil A than gays that don't eat Chick Fil A. Also, also found on Buzzfeed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you,
0: Buzzfeed. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. Oh, uh, what's, yeah. the, new, what's the, the next I level, least. bro? Yeah. What's the new status? Crimson. What's higher than red? Uh, I think it's just like platinum. <laughs> That's stupid. Do any like. What
1: comes with it? Could you get a tour of the facility? I think you get a say in some
0: of uh, like, don't tell, don't tell 4chan company <laughs> changes or something like that. Whoa, open on Sunday. Gosh, damn yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think it, they give you a free Bitcoin.
0: No, yeah, no, a free Bitcoin. Yeah, that's 30k. Yeah, dude, that's 56k, bro. Yeah, Or
1: I think you're entered into a raffle with uh, for a free Bitcoin.
2: Are
0: you lying?
1: No, no, yeah. Oh, okay. What? In
2: a raffle? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah.
0: Okay. We all need to go each. They mail you a ticket right now, and then all
2: we need is one of us <laughs> they to get to the level, and we they each call. is closest. So I'm giving you all my receipts. Yeah.
1: Probably. I eat at Chick fil A all the time. Those Are Like nine, once bro. a month. It was either Bitcoin or a free like Frost and lemonade, but <gasps> <laughs> one one or the other, you know. Dude, you just made it to platinum <laughs> membership. We'll give you a. F- lemonade <laughs> i pissed at you dog i had my i was excited
0: <laughs> drink that lemonade for extra bitterness <laughs> damn you oh bro uh our studio we are almost able to leave dj's bedroom <sighs> we have a space that we can record and that will be a bit more permanent than dj's grimy ass bedroom <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, I'm pretty excited.
1: <laughs> Soon we'll get out of my bedroom into a space that's dedicated to the studio.
0: But guess what? Someone sent us a candle. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so shout out The Hush Candles on IG. Go like them. Go show them love. Give them a follow. I don't even know
1: what this what this scent is. Don't tell me. Dude, it's close to your heart. It smells like when they knock down the Berlin Wall.
0: <gasps> Freedom? Yeah. Close. Sweet. Read the bottom. Oh.
1: <laughs> L- Lanai. Perfect. Or Lanai. Lanai. Oh. That's how you spell Lanai in Hawaii. What does Lanai mean? It's an island.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, oh. do you pronounce it L- Lanai? Yeah, Lanai. And then all the white people say Lanai?
1: Yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's okay. Yeah, it's Lanai. <laughs> <laughs> I knew <do> that. <laughs> no, but uh, they said they're going to start sending us one a month.
1: What the So shout out the
0: Hush Candles. Oh, yeah.
1: Thanks, Hush. Um, Back to Elon. Have you guys? Okay. uh, We haven't had question time in
0: a long time. Oh, shit. I think it's because we, like, asked all the questions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. All the ones we came up with. And then we
2: outsourced on Instagram, and that didn't last long either.
1: (laughs) Uh, But it's okay. We found other things that work. But uh, there's a question that we had this week given to us. If you had to replace your immediate family with celebrities, what would your family look like? Let's let's start by family member, and we'll go around for each one. Okay. So So, let's start with uh, the father. Oh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I'll have as my my daddy.
0: (laughs) Who? Tony Hawk. Whoa, that'd be
1: be an actual
0: good. That's a good one. That would be dope. Yeah. Dude, I'm taking Joey Rogan, bro. Just swing me in your arms, you know, rock me to sleep. You sure that wouldn't Shoot be your spouse? Elk. Dude, maybe both. I might get maybe freaky. <laughs> all of them. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Dude, no. Uh he provides you with elk meat to survive. Sweet. Mm. Live in a dope house. Nice. Podcast full time. Yeah. True. True. You'll be young Charles on the side. <laughs> wow. I'd be so honored. Right next to young Jamie. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's my dad. Sean.
2: I'm going Morgan Freeman.
0: Whoa. He's just so he's a good guy, dude. Mm. So much he's wisdom, wisdom, bro. He, yeah, true. That wow. well, would be nice. That's bed- beautiful. Night, bedtime stories from Morgan Freeman. Just uh, like any talk with Morgan Freeman, it's time to go to bed. I,
1: I feel like I, I'd want him more as the grandfather.
2: That's oh. eh, true, but we do an immediate family. Cool. So I got to get him
0: in there. What okay. else? Who's mommy's?
1: <clears throat> I didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> I only thought about my this dad. Was your just, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't mine. Somebody oh. else asked.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I only thought about Tony Hawk. <laughs> 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 Who just said? Oh, dude. Maybe Mariah Carey, but my stepmom. Why? Stepmom.
0: Really? Oh. Yeah. Are you talking about a specific genre of film that's on the internet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I feel like Mariah's busted. Isn't <laughs> really? <laughs> I feel like
1: she is. Okay, she she goes up and down. <laughs> goes up and down.
0: And lately, it's a lot of down. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. (laughs) Anyway. Dude, dude, Jennifer Lopez is
1: way
2: finer. I would have said Jennifer Lopez, but I've been watching South Park. And Jennifer Lopez.
0: (laughs) Then what about Sofia Vigar or whatever? Dude, as a stepmom, bro. I'm I'm watching (laughs) Modern Family and my goodness, what a beautiful woman. That's a thick boy, Dude.
1: (laughs) Okay,
2: whichever one you don't take, I'll take.
0: <laughs> okay, we're not talking about why don't. Okay, we're not as 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 okay, a okay. motherly okay, mother, figure.
1: Mother would probably be a Giada at home. Oh, from Food Network,
0: bro. That's a good one. Yeah, or uh,
1: uh, uh, Joanna Gaines. <laughs> Just to for Joanna that, Joanna Gaines that weight barefoot <laughs> Contessa, bro. Barefoot <laughs> <laughs> um, is she
0: the one who's like Parmesan?
1: No, no, no. Who's uh, the racist grandma? Yeah, I want her. <laughs> is uh, that her?
2: No, dude. That's a uh, that's
1: a uh, Betty Crocker. Paula Dean? Oh Paula yeah, that's Dean. A- Paula <laughs> Dean. Yeah.
0: Damn. All right. What's the last one? A spouse or like a sibling? Let's do, Let's sibling. do a sibling. Who's just the coolest?
1: I, I want uh, a counter Reeves as a big brother.
0: Oh, whoa! That's a good one. Yeah, just a good good human. I would take Billy as a little sister. Billy I
1: I thought about that too. Oh. Be like, dude, be cool. Make like
0: music, we, bro. We like <laughs> make.
1: We like make cool shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because her and Felix do are like such a dynamic duo. Yeah. Obviously, not as talented as Felix, but just saying. Phineas. <laughs> oh my bad, dog. <laughs> Get my brother's name right. Yeah. Out your mouth. Anyway, that's a fun question. Any for you?
2: Older brother probably be like Tom Brady. <laughs> the goat. <sighs> Go, the goat, bro. Greatest of all yeah. time. Dude, I would be so good at football after that. And um, my also like brother, brother would be Rob Gronkowski because that would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> Did you see Tom Brady talk about oh, what his favorite super Super Bowl ring is? It's the next one, bro. Oh power, power move. move. <laughs> wow, Shut up, so Tom. He's gonna be kissing your children.
0: Oh, guys. I'm getting an ancestry kit. Oh, oh I'm gonna tie. find out what I am made yeah, of. Oh. Yeah, just praying Sick, for that bro.
1: 2% black, dude. Bro, I know you.
0: I, <laughs> I am looking for all of the, what is the word, passes in life. <laughs> so we'll see what I get, and we'll see yeah. how much more ridiculous I can get on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we might have a different sounding bro, hope I, soon.
2: I did the Ancestry, and that's why I can't get ridiculous on <laughs> this podcast.
0: Sean's like, white. <laughs> Let's go to Europe, and I'll get ridiculous, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm excited for it, so we'll let you know. Hmm. Yeah, keep us posted on
1: that. Everyone's really interested.
0: They are. They've been uh, messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> they've been asking me, bro. They're like, "What are you really? Did you see the cephalopod test thing?" Uh. Uh-uh. So a cephalopod is like a cuttlefish. It looks like an octopus. Oh, that's how the cuttlefish bro, do. Passed a test that's designed for a four-year-old human child and passed. The test, like what, like I don't, I don't know what's five in the plus test. five, like putting
2: the shapes inside the holes and stuff like that. Possibly, let's look it up.
0: Yeah, a
1: cephalopod has passed a cognitive test designed for human children. A new test it is of a cuttlefish. Of cef- fish,
0: so shout out.
1: A new test of cephalopod smarts has reinforced how important it is for us humans to not underestimate animal intelligence. Cuttlefish have been put to a new version. Uh, oh, the marshmallow test. And the results appear to demonstrate that there's more going on in their strange little brains than we knew. Uh, the marshmallow test is pretty straightforward. A child is placed in a room with a marshmallow. They're told they can manage not to eat the marshmallow for 15 minutes. They'll get a second marshmallow and be allowed to eat both. If they wait 30 more minutes. So did then, we talk to the cuttlefish? Yeah, what? Like, <laughs> did we tell them? No, they probably just, like, put it there and just made it happen.
0: Maybe they'd done it a couple times or it's like... Put one in, the, sup- the thing ate it. Put one in. If it left it alone, they gave it two. All right. You know what I right, mean? All right. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some primates can delay gratification. Yeah. You know, we knew that. Humans, along with dogs, albeit inconsistently. Uh, corvid's too. What's a Corvid again? Corvid 19.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a Bird. crow. Oh, burb. Crow, specifically. Yeah. Crows are hella smart. Not surprising. Especially since these are the offspring of Cthulhu himself. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
2: yeah, dude. It's as smart as a four-year-old. You know how smart four-year-olds are? F***ing stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. They made, a, they made a, a TV show off of them. Are you, are smart you smarter than man? a four-year-old?
2: A 4th grade Or a fifth-grader. <laughs> yeah, a
0: fourth-year-old. <laughs> I hope you did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't convinced for a minute.
1: Oh, they designed another test for six common cuttlefish. Uh, Just a layman.
0: Common. Just
1: a layfish. (laughs)
0: Snacks.
1: (laughs) Uh, The cuttlefish were placed in a special tank with two enclosed chambers that had transparent doors. So the animal could see inside. The chambers were snacks. A less preferred piece of raw king prawn in one. And a more enticing live grass shrimp in the other. The doors also had symbols on them that the cuttlefish had been trained to recognize. I see where this is going. A circle meant the door would open straight away. A triangle meant the door would open after a time interval between 10 and 130 seconds. they could only go with one. And a square used only in the control condition meant the door stayed closed indefinitely. In the test condition, the prawn was placed behind the open door while the live shrimp was only accessible after a delay. If the cuttlefish went for the prawn, the shrimp was immediately removed. Researchers found that all of the cuttlefish in the test condition decided to wait for their preferred food, the live shrimp, but didn't bother to do so in the control group where they couldn't access it. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's trippy, dude. I'm telling you, they're breeding Cthulhu, too.
0: That is pretty wild. Wow. Right back to tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Always bringing it back. Okay, guys, I have a mystery. Hmm. Uh, I think it was Tuesday. Knock on my door. I dun, run dun, up there. Dun, 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 dun open there's a box on my front porch addressed to Charles Hatch my name my address open it up and it's a hunter killer so if you don't know what hunter killer is it's like a subscription or a one off game you can subscribe to they give you a ton of clues and you have to solve the case so it's like prove these people did or didn't commit the murders right yeah so I got this <laughs> and I open it up and I'm staring at it. I'm like, whoa, like my sister must have sent this to me, right? This one's called Fine Art Foul Play. I look it up. It's like a hundred bucks. Damn. Which is like totally reasonable for how fun the, the thing is.
1: It seems <laughs> um, intricate.
0: It's it's very intricate. It's very worth. I texted everyone I knew. and So eight people. Eight maybe nine. No, I texted my mom, all my sisters. I text you guys. I text all my cousins. Anyone who knows where I live and has my address, I asked them. And none of them sent it to me. I even had my sister ask, like, not me being like, okay, so it was you, right? She said that to like three of my siblings and all of them were like, no, I swear, like it was not me. And then all my siblings got into it and they were like, who the hell sent you this? (laughs) Someone out there knows my name, sent me a $100 game, and... About killers. Knows where I live. Yeah. Concerning or awesome. Bro, that is like my story, bro. Shut the hell up. Just
2: like some some like uh some similarities. The similarity of like maybe being a sign of a murderer telling them that they were gonna get murdered.
0: (laughs) That's crazy because when I got to the house today to record, I started telling DJ something that happened to me today and he said Shut up, shut up, shut up. Because that has something to do with my story. (laughs) Oh shit. Anyway, weird coincidences. I don't know what's happening. But I literally have no idea who did it. So if you are a listener out there and you did this, first of all, why do you know where I live? (laughs) Second of all, thank you. Appreciate it. Or if it's even like Hunt a Killer, like thanks for sending us a free thing. I don't know. I'll reach out to them and ask. But I want to play it with you guys.
1: You're going to get a Venmo request tomorrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. What do you guys think? Like I... I confidently believe my cousins and my siblings did not send it.
2: I believe no one. Sorry.
1: Any theories? The only thing is that you've been talking about it with Heather and Maddie, and they've been playing it. Mm -hmm. Heather and Maddie. Heather is Charles' sister. Maddie is her girlfriend, and they were on a 3 p.m. a few months ago. Mm -hmm. So that's literally the only connection. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I also played it with my cousin, Audrey, and Laura. Okay. Yeah. Multiple connections. I've asked all of those people, and they said, no, I would love to spend $100 on you, but we cannot do that right now. <laughs> so, I do believe them. I don't know. Weird, we'll see. We'll see if I'd end up dead, if I'm the next Hunt a Killer in the case. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Guys, I'm excited. Tonight's going to be fun. We, I feel like we haven't recorded forever. It's been I a feel whole like that week, too. Dude. Yeah,
1: it's been a whole ass week. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's been longer. Like seven, like seven days, days it has yeah. felt like a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to get into them stories.
1: Yeah, we have uh, some good
0: ones. <laughs> you don't know that, Mine be shit. <laughs> but let's do this. All right, we roll our 20-sided diet to see in what order we tell our stories. Highest number goes first.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors.
0: Hey, yeah. And the numbers are? I got an 18.
1: You got a 17, Charles. Sean, a critical one.
0: That's a seven, bro. Oh, seven. <laughs> Dude, it's in the dark. Yeah, it's that. in the dark. So the order is DJ, me. Charlie, me. and then the guy who rolled one. Sean. <laughs> that was a seven. All right. <laughs> All
1: right. It's me. It's me. It's Sarah. Sarah is the listener who sent in this story. She sent in a story before, a couple of months ago, I shared. Uh, she was going to school in Fresno.
0: Whoa, shout out Sarah.
1: Yeah. and Five, she's, five, nine. Well, shout, shout out Bulldogs. She's from <gasps> Fresno. Hey, yo. And uh, her story was the one in the sorority house. Oh, yeah. She was, like, putting up the TV or something and... There's, like, a little kid ghost, a little girl, and they like, pulled on her spandex or her uh, leggings that she was wearing. You remember that? I do. Everyone who was with her was in the same room but 10 feet across from the room, and uh, it was just her dealings with that. So she comes back with more stories while she was in college. Heck, yeah. And as while well, she was pledging uh, to her sorority. So they had, like, a sisterhood outing one night, and they went to a comedy club, and... One of the comedians, I guess, he opens up and he says, "Anybody here have any ghost stories?" Whoa, no. oh, nice! Sarah's living for this. She loves scary stories. If you remember from her previous, uh, from the previous one that I shared, so immediately, without even thinking, her hand shoots up, and as soon as she gets it up in the air, she regrets it <laughs> because she's. With her newly pledged sorority. Oh. So she didn't want to seem weird in front of all her her sisters there. So she quickly brings her hand back down, but it was too late. <laughs> Homeboy on the stage noticed, points at her, says, I saw you put your hand down. I know you have a story. So she goes up on stage and shares her story. Nonchalantly explains that when she drives home, I'm not sure if it was home-home or to the sorority or to campus from wherever she's coming from. Sounds like she does this often, but when she does, she takes the back roads for whatever reasons, more scenic or whatnot. Sarah says to the audience, whenever I drive home, I take the back roads, and in this one spot, there's this dude who likes to jump in front of my car as I'm driving.
2: Oh, no. Big no. What the what? No.
0: <laughs> Why no, dude.
2: What the hell, dude?
0: <laughs> That's one of my biggest fears is that someone's gonna try to end their life by jumping in front of me. Yeah. I had a room or a classmate in the fourth grade who had someone jump off a bridge onto the car he was on, and oh. I heard that and I've never forgot it. But I, I get so paranoid driving at night or anywhere and I'm like, dude, if someone jumps out, it'd be terrifying.
2: And you're the
1: one that
0: gets manslaughter. Oh yeah. It's like, bro, don't involve
1: me in this for real, dude. I I thought about that last night. I was driving home late, coming home from my girlfriend's house, and it was twelve thirty. And this dude, in a, in a black, <laughs> the spirit goes to bed. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> this dude in a black hoodie was riding his skateboard oh, on the right. SR. It's not the it's not an interstate, but it's uh it's a main road in the valley uh-huh. here, and um. Yeah, he was riding it and it was in a part where there's not a lot of street lighting. And he was riding it towards me in the shoulder. But it was like, if I was texting, you know, for a little bit longer. <laughs> now, if I was on my phone and like swerve, like that dude would have been the big dead. Yikes. Because I'm going 55 down that road. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think about that often. But this Sarah gets this dude. Who likes to jump in front of her car as she's driving. Oh. As in this happens. I don't. Yeah. That yeah. She, he That's likes to do this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she said the dude who jumps in front of my car and she put parentheses. Sean, pay attention. What the fuck? Wears a dark trench coat and a black fedora type hat. Oh, shit, dude. Because so, Sean wears that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it.
0: <laughs> my <M'lady>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But she said uh, that specific characteristic of his clothing, he's always facing away, it sounded like. It um, sounds
2: vaguely familiar.
1: But the, him having the clothing, she knows it's the same person. She can pick him out every time. Oh. She said it creeps her out every time she does drive, and there are regular people on that road, whether they're running or biking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Because she thinks at any point, any one of them can do the same thing and jump What if he
2: was like in running clothes with his like trench coat underneath it and just like pulls off the running clothes right as she gets close so she doesn't notice him? He'd be trying extra.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to get your fitness in and get a waifu at the same time. Creep people out. Yeah. But yeah, it always made her paranoid. I don't know why she kept driving on that road. Must have been really worth it. But yeah, this happened several times. So she shares that story to the audience.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Bro, I'd start like having a dash cam or something just so that if I did accidentally hit this person, I'm not liable.
1: Dude, I have a dash cam if you want. No joke. I don't know why. So that's happened several times and Sarah said the first few times you scare me, uh,
0: but I'm chill with it now. So she goes back to try to sit down. Dude, first of all, she's brave. (laughs) Sarah's brave. Because remember she was like chill with the ghost girl at the sorority house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never be okay with either of those situations.
1: <laughs> dude, she's about the spooky shit, dude.
0: I'm about it too, but I'm about listening, not experiencing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I need that degree of separation. separation.
1: Yeah. So after telling that story on stage, she sits down and the sorority girls start asking questions. Oh, snap. You no, know, They have learned this truth about Sarah.
2: I mean, this is barely a truth, though. This is like some dude is being creepy. Like, this is nothing on her, you know?
1: True.
0: But go But ahead, still, interesting nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So the president of the sorority, who is also her grand big, approached her later on and said, So, you know how you, like, see dead people? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they've gotten to the point where they've learned a little more about her. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Or maybe this is just off of the hat man, dude. Um, driving experience, but she asks, you know how you see dead people? She's like, please tell me you have a spook place for me to to check out. (gasps) Grand Big says, so the place that I work at gives tours, but they had to stop showing a certain room because too many kids were having panic attacks in a specific corner of the room, and I want to know if you can see anything in there. (laughs) So, obviously, Sarah's like, say no more. <laughs> Take me there right now. Do <laughs> hey, yeah. a wild girl? Yeah, so, that, so they go. And on the way there, right after uh, the sorority president tells her, Sarah says, don't tell me anything else. I want to find out for myself. Yep. So. Cool. So, she goes in pretty much blind. They walk into this house, and Sarah immediately heads to the stairs that lead down to the basement. So, she doesn't even know what corner. Nope. Doesn't know what room, what corner. Doesn't know where in the house. Yeah, she just goes. Heads to the stairs leading down to the basement. As she gets to the basement, she's walking around. She feels nothing. She looks at the president. If there's a spirit or something haunting this place, it's not in the basement. It's upstairs. So the president's following her around, watching to see where she goes. Sarah approaches the staircase that leads upstairs. She says, now as I climbed the stairs step by step, my heart began racing. My stomach became clenched, and my heart felt as though it was slowly being ripped from my chest. I stood at the top of the staircase, pointed, and said, he's in there. So, Grand Big was all excited because she connected the dots just like that so her excitement takes over she goes right to the room not noticing how much it's physically affecting sarah and sarah heads towards the room she creeps in hardly able to breathe she closes her left eye as she walks in why because she knew that sitting in the corner left corner of the room was a purely evil soul that was trying to hurt her. And it sounds like as soon as they entered the room, she shouted, we got to go now. He's going to hurt us. Get the f*** out. So they both ran as fast as they could down the stairs, out of the house, and that was it for that day. That day? Yeah. Because she said, now, you'd think that the smart thing to do would be to never go back. <laughs> you you would think. You would think. <laughs> but I became obsessed with this place. Whoa. So like all sane and rational people, I decided to get a job at this place.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Bro, that
1: is extra, extra. You like, wild.
2: Extra is just like going back. Extra, extra is like getting a job there.
1: (laughs) I require
0: a paycheck from this place. (laughs) I would like a W-2 from them. (laughs) You're going to take my
1: breath away, and you're going to give me a paycheck for that.
0: Real quick, you know uh, the story I started to tell DJ today? So I walked in to like record, and I was telling DJ this weird thing happened to me today. And he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Save it for the pod. So, Sean, you've heard the first half, but... I was driving down the big hill near my house. Okay, yeah. Going pretty fast, decently fast, and to my left, I see a man step off the curb and toward my car, and it freaked me out. So I quickly like went like this and looked to my left, no man. So I like looked back past my shoulder, and then I look up in the rearview mirror, no one's on the sidewalk, no one's around. And just I have enough time to think that's so weird. I'm now at like the bottom of the hill. I look to the left, and the same man is walking at the bottom of the hill. Oh, shit. And my whole body chills. And I just kind of stared at him in the rearview mirror, just a normal looking dude walking up the hill, hands in his like pocket walking up the hill. And I was like,
2: What just happened? <laughs> Bro, it was like a trick of the light.
0: Maybe flare. Maybe. And I I totally I was just thinking I was like, very most likely it was like a trick of my mind, but nonetheless, it was really weird and it creeped me out. But that's trippy, dude. <laughs> so it's so weird that that happened and then sh- this story is happening. Yeah. yeah. And now Sarah's working here. Yeah.
1: Well, I was hoping you would share that after I shared the her driving. Yeah. I, either way.
0: Um,
2: it was off to the left, in the left of the room, the left of your driving. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was going to bring it up at the end, but then it kind of like the story shifted. No, you're so. good.
1: You're good. No, that is why do you close your left eye while you're driving? Uh,
0: my eyes are normally almost closed, both of them. So, <laughs> so sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Sarah works
1: at this place now. <sighs> like still to this day or no. like in, now in the she lives. Okay. At, she okay. lives in okay. New Jersey now. Okay. She, she moved all the way across the opposite side of the country because she went to get away from – what she calls the armpit of a town that was Fresno.
0: Correct. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> armpit might be too much. <laughs> yeah.
1: Her armpit might be uh, conservative. Yeah. <laughs> so she talked about when she did work there, they had meaning meetings. They had meetings in the dining room downstairs. And after the meetings, sometimes the co workers would ask to see the room. Real quick, do you know what kind of business this was? <sighs> I didn't ask, but uh, there, she shed some light towards the end that I, I can kind of deduce what, what it is, so I'll get there. Okay. But uh, they had meetings, and sometimes the co-workers would ask uh, if they could see the room. Mm-hmm. So they'd all go upstairs together, all huddled together. And every time she'd go, she'd start to lose her breath, and her heart rate would increase a thousandfold.
0: With each step up the stairs Maybe Cardio
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bro that happens don't to do, me going don't, do upstairs. <laughs> like that, right? don't do my girl Sarah like that do will do my girl Sarah like that
1: JK Sarah uh, Every time She tried to communicate with This entity Okay how do we say this <laughs> you do that because i i don't know how to say it entity Entity. or entity 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 entities no entity 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 this thing (laughs) every time she tried to communicate (laughs) with this thing i'm leaving that in (laughs) um he would start threatening her again oh is it a verbal threat or a feeling she More just knew feeling. she was in danger. More feeling. Mm. But she wasn't the only one who was feeling this. Like, people would, like, they talked about people would get panic attacks. Hmm. And she talked about how one time they even measured her heart rate. And as soon as her foot came off the last stair, going downstairs, back to the the, the main floor, mm. her heart rate jumped from 115 to 68.
2: Oh, Damn
0: almost like she's like grilled.
2: Dude, that's like going from like a like a jog to sitting on a couch.
0: You resting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was uh
1: that was her story of the house uh on the San Joaquin River. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You familiar with that? San Joaquin, like. bro. Yeah. That is freaking wild. Uh Sarah said that she researched the house Discovered that it was a house for ranch hands back in the day. A lot of ranch hands would come and go without a record or trace. Kind of just whoever rolled up could come and hang. Hmm. Um, It's called the San Joaquin River Parkway and Conservation Trust. So I didn't bother to really look it up past that. DM'd her on Instagram, tried to ask for, for more details. Tried asking her if she ever caught a glimpse. She ever saw, like, if it had a shape or form, now it was it was mostly feeling strong, strong feelings by her and uh, her contemporaries, it sounded like.
0: Bro, I'm about to be back in Fresno area.
1: Check it out, dude. Dude, go
0: check it out. Text me the name after this, and I, I might drive by. Okay. Legit. Dude, go in. What I think it Film might— Film
2: it. Content.
0: There we go. I might. What I think it might be is like there's a lot of like land parts that they do conservation. So it's like a park. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds like it's like a office Something on like that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have friends who work at stuff like that. Real quick, can I share a short Fresno story? Wait, before that, I just want to show the pictures of this place. Oh, snap. She sent it. It's just the
1: outside. Just of the outside. I want to DM her again and ask if she got any pictures of the inside at all. Especially that specific Ooh, room. Dude, that's hella creepy. Like you walk up to that, you know it's haunted. Old looking house. It's got the wraparound porch. No. Nah, no, not quite. Yeah, it's got, it's got that got porch full length on the front. front yeah. Bro, I think I've seen this. Have you? Yeah, I legit do. I mean, it, it sounds like it's almost like a landmark. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: There's so, a lot of homes like this right where I grew up. Huh. Um, my sister Brittany, she lives on a farm near Fresno. And there's a lot of homes around her that look like this, too. So, mm. which room is
1: it? Is it? Oh, it's upstairs.
2: Upstairs. I wanted to say to the left, but that's just where it was in the room. I think it's the one on the far right. Those three windows. Bro, right that's there.
1: exactly where I was looking. Those Ew. three windows on the right. Wait, do you see that? It's, a, it's a, you see amazing. that guy in the Shut room. up. Dude. It's an old, it's a older looking style of house. It's very well kept. Mm-hmm. So there's I,
0: been some refurbishing.
1: Yeah, they've talked. Uh, like I said, Sarah said that. Well, her sorority president
0: said they did tours there. Mm-hmm. So must be like some historic that. part museum yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. So, bro, but th- this reminds me of something else in Fresno. Can I? Yeah, yeah. Tell you real quick. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. By the way, for sending that story. Shout out! Hell yeah! Love hearing from you, for real. Um. So, this. Okay. So in seventh grade. We were privy. We were now in middle school. And the seventh graders and eighth graders were allowed to go to Scream If You Can, which is what they called the scariest, scary haunted house um, in Fresno. So we had to get our parents to sign permission slips. And legit, like some kids couldn't go because our gym teacher slash science teacher would show us previews and teach us about this place. Damn. So it's an old home in Fresno. In a scary ass part of Fresno too, dude. You've never told this story, really. I this doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't that know. sounds. I, I feel
1: like I would remember. How old were you? Fourth graders?
0: No, uh, seventh, seventh and eighth grade. Okay, still. Um, that's a vulnerable age to be taken, dude. Hormones just going. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of changes. Hair, in new places. Um, y'all had hair. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have hair. <laughs> Uh, So he taught us about this place. Now, almost imagine exactly what we just saw, a house that looked like that. That's what it looked like, this really big farmhouse. But behind this farmhouse was a huge
2: corn maze
0: sanitarium. Oh, shit. Where they sent crazy people, and especially back in the day. I'm going to say like 50s, 60s. If you, you know, there wasn't, you didn't have to do a lot to like be deemed as crazy by your family and you just get sent away and they never talk you about but talk about you again. You just live the rest of your life in these hell holes. I don't know the names. I don't know the details, but the guy who owned the sanitarium started doing inhuman experiments on these people. The ones I remember from seventh grade were he would take their lungs out and fill them up with, with as much air as he could until before they burst. Mm-hmm. And he would do shit like that all the time. No one would check up on these missing people. And he just kept getting more and more and more inmates. Not with that,
1: dude. I'm not with that.
0: (laughs) The legend is word about what's going on there. Maybe from nurses started leaking out of this place. People are horrified about the crimes that are going on here. So they send the sheriff and like all the deputies in town roll up to the house. They open the door. And they go in, and people are watching from outside, and the door slams. Forgot to mention a key part. He would cut tongues out of a lot of people, so they couldn't tell what he was doing. They would just sound like incoherent, crazy rambling, you know? So the the sheriff and the deputies go inside, and people are watching outside with, like, flashlights and torches and lanterns and shit. And the story is, when they went inside, they hear the door or they see the door slam. They hear a ton of noise shouting. And then all of a sudden, dead silent. And none of them came out ever again. The sheriff and all the deputies. Yes. All of them were killed. They went in. Eventually, they took this guy and they start finding jars and jars and crates and boxes of limbs, hearts, tongues, eyes, everything. And they piece together like all the crazy shit he had been doing. So that was that place.
2: And then the government took him, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. It they probably gave him a
0: big-ass job, put him in a uh, head of education or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so this place goes vacant. They ship off the crazy people up to San Francisco or something. And it's just abandoned for a lot of years until a company comes along and goes, yo, let's put a haunted house in here. <laughs> so they do. So literally – When you get in line, you walk to the back of the sanitarium and they let you in. And the door, the first thing you see, they open it up is a long hallway. There's doors on left and right. like Think of an old dilapidated hospital. yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro. And then you weave in and out of all the hospital rooms. Terrifying. But the story is I had friends later on and I heard a ton of people. Say, like I talked about it to this one guy at a party once and he's like, bro, all my friends used to work that place when they were in high school. Like they used to work there. And I was like, for real, that would be terrifying. He's like, dude, like half of them would quit because they would be in a room. They'd hear things. They'd feel things on like touch the back of their arms, stuff like that. They'd see things be pushed across the room. He's like, they had a strict two person at all times rule. Like you were never allowed to be. In a room by yourself. Eventually, the haunted house shut down. I don't know why. So the house just sat there. And I would pass it a lot of times. We had a restaurant up in Fresno. So I'd it was like on the way. I would pass it. And it just sat there. Until it finally went on the market. And it was free. They said, if anyone wants to come take this house, if you have a flatbed, pick this house up and take it. No one took it. It was like that for years. Like 10 years or some shit. Last thing that I saw is they bulldozed the whole thing. So it's just a flat field now. Damn. So you can't go to it. You can't drive by it. Damn. It is no more. Wait, do you know if hella any-
2: haunted, though, at least.
1: Do you know if anybody
0: at least took up on that offer you I don't, know, for a little bit before they knocked it down? I don't think so. I think they legit, like, hmm. knocked the building down. Let me see if I can find the website.
2: Whoa. Wolf Manor. In Clovis. That makes sense.
0: So apparently it was called Wolf Manor. The manor was once a private residence, sanitarium, and eventually a haunted attraction. The property and home, which is now owned by Todd Wolf, was forced by the city to stop operating as a haunted attraction due to being an an eyesore and a cause of the neighboring property values to decline. Bro, that area is ghetto AF. That thing was not lowering the property value. <laughs> it was the sketchy ass people looking to try to rob you.
2: <laughs> Bro, this has been on everything: my ghost story, ghost hunters, ghost adventures, the dead files, and mystery quest.
1: Bro, I went- and now three a.m. Oh! Add that to the wiki, son.
0: Dude, can we edit Bro, this, dude?
1: Um, is that all you have on this? Do you have anything else?
0: Yeah, just unless we find anything here. Maybe I can grab a photo real quick. Okay. Oh, there
1: is Legend of Ghost Stories. Yeah. See this is Ooh. Oh. It's similar to the house. That, bro, those that's what porta I said. Yeah. Imagine the, the house scariest thing. Ha,
0: sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sean uh, said the porta potties are the scariest thing in this photo. Oh. I said you said it looks like the house that you just showed. I said, Yeah, literally. That's why it made me think of it. Yeah, that. yeah. Bro, it's you important. see that that person
2: in the window right there? Okay.
0: But actually though. But you gotta remember this thing is three stories. There's a basement in there. Dude. <laughs> It uh, was like, no. terrifying, dude. It was so scary,
1: dude. How big was the basement? I just imagined this basement to be just the be size huge. of the field.
2: Yeah, just like spiderwebs, acres.
1: Out.
0: So there's
2: the sanitarium
0: seal. I it, like how they like
2: try and make sanitarium. it.
0: Look, Ooh, I see the hallway. Yeah, you we go entered in, in from the back, and you went through that entire thing. You just snake through, uh, and then you exited right. You exited right there. That's
1: spooky, dude, that dude. third floor.
0: See, there's basement Hella haunted. There, it it was terrifying. Dude, up close. Ooh. That, that's the attraction.
2: No, dude, that's for <laughs> real. <laughs> that's like ghost hunters or
0: something.
1: Yeah, I can tell by oh. the. I can tell by the length of those sideburns <laughs> that those were actual ghost hunters.
0: There used to be a website, and it
1: had like the whole story. It was scary as hell. Dude, this uh, the history of that. Reminded me of a story that I heard of a building that was, that was built right before the Vietnam War. It was in Vietnam, in Ho Chi Minh, or Saigon. And it was supposed to be a really nice, just like an apartment complex commissioned by some multimillionaire. And a lot of people in Asia are superstitious. And it was sort of a high-rise They're building levels and levels and levels and they get to the 13th level and the commissioner said, I think this is, this is a good amount. Everyone's saying, no, we can't stop here. We have to keep going or we can't do the 13th floor to stop at 12. It's like, no, let's build the 13th floor. I think that'll be it. That's all the space that I was going for. You know, I wanted this, this amount of rooms and the 13th floor takes care of that. So against everyone else's judgment finishes the 13th floor, and upon completion of the 13th floor, one of the workers fell off of the top floor, and dies. And that's the start of all these crazy things that happen in that building. Wild. Of which I'll be sharing for oh. our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Crazy, I just heard this story, you know? <laughs> I legit was like, don't you have a bonus story to get to? I was like, damn, we're really going yeah. above and beyond. Yeah,
1: so patrons... uh, you know where to find us. Non-patrons, find us at the, the link in our bio. Uh, eight quarters a month, and you can listen to our bonus stories. Access our entire back catalog of, of stories, bonus stories. And uh, we're excited to see you there. We'll see you in a bit. See ya. <smart noise>
0: Ooh. Thanks, DJ. Thanks. Thanks. We're back. All right, it's me tonight. Boys, put on your puffy coats. Bust out the syrup. Ooh, we going to Canada, bro. We going to Canada. <laughs> Let's travel north. Uh, this story comes to us from one of our listeners. His name is, he wanted to go by Thumbless Woodworker. Thumbless Woodworker. I think it might be his, it's not his IG. I don't know why. Maybe that's just his nickname. Who knows? Anyway, homie's been listening to us for a little while. He found us through the Chasing Tone podcast.
2: The Chasing Tone?
0: Home of Tone Mob or uh, homies of oh, Tone Mob, tight, tight, tight. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. So shout out. Anyway, so he grew up in Canada, Ontario, and he grew up in this like se- separate part. But in the summers, him and his family would vacation to their family cottage. Mm-hmm. So he'd go to this place called Southampton. And I asked him, what was it like growing up there? What was growing up or what was that place like? And from his description, I am mad jealous, bro. <laughs> I grew up in Fresno, which is dog doo-doo. But listen to his description of going to this place in the summers.
1: This isn't the same as the Hamptons, is it? No. No, no. Okay.
0: So this place he said, so it's just a cottage town. Half the population during the winter. So everyone goes away for winter and then come winter, winter, and then comes for summer. Locals are very nice. Biking is the main form of transportation in this town. Tennis is very popular in the town. A typical day growing up here was sports in the morning, then beach all afternoon, campfires at night, and since it's a cottage town, he had friends from all over. So, like, no one was from there. He said some of his neighbors were from New York, some were from Florida, a lot from Canada. So, they'd all come together every summer and just, like, have these badass days. They said a lot of us worked summer jobs at the local restaurants and bars. So... They would all work together, and then after, they'd go to the beach to party and just hang out, have a fire. It sounds awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so this story is set here. Our friend, Thumbless, is 15 or 16. Him and a group of friends are on the beach. They've started a fire. They're getting a little lit, and they look out across the lake to this island. And the island is currently uninhabited. Gorgeous, dude, with the lighthouse and uh, <laughs> the dock, the land. What's crazy? This this light or this island no longer inhabited. So uh-huh. It's this empty island. Huh. That's Moonrise Kingdom, dude. Hey, it has this lighthouse doesn't spin anymore. It's not lit up. They've had a couple drinks and they see it and they're like, "Bro, let's swim out to it." <laughs> he says to partake in some medicinal weed. They want to go smoke the ganj. So him and his buddies pack up their stuff. They have an inflatable raft with them. They throw all their essentials in there and they start swimming out to this island. It's almost pitch black. Every stroke they take, they're getting further and further away from their fire on shore. Not everyone came. It's just uh, him and his buddy. It's just two of them. Mm -hmm. So the two of them are swimming. They're kicking out. They're getting further and further away from the fire behind them. They only have a half moon to light up the way. And they start kicking out. It takes them about 30 minutes Damn. to swim to this island. Hmm. I'm sure it's like one of those times when you're like, you have an idea, it sounds dope, and then you start doing it. And then like, every stroke know, you take. Not you're dope, like, not dope. Oh gosh. At one point, this island was connected to the land. It had like a railroad track that went from it. I don't know what happened. I don't know the history behind it. But- So it, railroad track on the water? Yeah. Well, it, it was like built up. That's like-, that's like But a, it's now submerged. Like spirited huh. away. Oh, I see. Yeah. So they're swimming, swimming, swimming. I'm sure it's quiet at this point. They're questioning if what they're doing is <laughs> the smartest thing. He'd never been onto this island, our friend. His buddy who he's with is a local, so he's been there before. So he knows- you know, the behind the island, there's some natural harbors, super easy to come up. But on the, the, the way that they're coming up, it's like a rocky-ass shore. So they get to the shore. They struggle, but they pull their raft out, get it onto dry land. And I'm sure they, like, you know, get situated, and they, they start looking for a place to set up. Uh-huh. We're going to pause right here, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about the history of this place. So this area is on Lake Huron. Which is like bordered America and Canada. Yeah. There's a ton of Native American folklore. In this area, there is a group of Native Americans. I'm going to do my best to pronounce it, but it's C-H-I-P-P-E-W-A. Chippewa? Chippewa? Chippewa. Chippewa. Sure. Chippewa, yeah. Chippewa is one of the largest Native American tribes in Northern America. I think they're fifth or fourth. Um, the Navajo, Cree, Sioux are larger, but they're up there, in Choctaw, but they're they're up there. They're one of the largest tribes. They have a ton of different names for this tribe. Hmm. So they're known as different things. Like most, like all Native Americans, super rich folklore. Yep. Storytelling is insanely important to them. Yep. And they have a ton of stories of different creatures that live around them. Uh-huh. Um, The reason they have so many names is they didn't have written language, the Chippewa tribe. So when like the French or the English or whoever came over and would speak to them, they would just write down whatever it sounded like. So there's like a ton of written words for like the same thing in the Chippewa tribe just because some old dude was like trying to listen to him and then wrote down whatever he heard. So like everything they have has a ton of different names. So I looked up some of the things they had. They have mermaids. So the name for those, hold on. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. N-I-B-I-I-N-A-A-B-E was a water spirit or a mermaid. Hmm. I should mention, I'm sorry, this area, it was like a bunch of families, these Native Americans or Indigenous or First Nations. Sorry, if I said Native Americans, it's uh, First Nation or Indigenous is what I meant. Um, they mostly hunted. The the women tended to like the crops. They made corn. They made wild rice and several different other things. The men hunted and they fished a ton. They had canoes. So they were like a water water people, you know what I mean? Always on the water. They had dope ass moccasins. I think that's like <laughs> where they got their name because um, that's what it meant. Uh, and there, that's what the white man called them was like the name for their shoes. But I think what they were known as and what they called themselves are – A-N-I-S-H-I-N-A-B-E. I I cannot keep up. Dude, I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) In their own language, this means original person. So that's what they're known as. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. I I just wanted to kind of like learn a little bit about them. Right. Um, So like I said, they had these different creatures. Some were mermaids. Some were benign creatures, like fun and good. They were heroes. They slayed bad spirits. They believed in them. They told them all these stories. They were to teach the kids important lessons, but also warnings. That's sick. You don't hear a lot of that. It's usually just parents lying. (laughs) Well, they did have a, I mean, I don't know if they were lying, but they did have a lot of stories of wild men that sound a lot like Bigfoot. They have a lot of stories of these like mischievous characters of small people who lived in the forest and they kind of, they look human, but they're small and they like, they'll, they'll trick you or like screw up your day. You know what I mean? Sink your boat. So
1: are there still natives
0: there? Not on that island, but in the area? I'm sure there are, but I'm sure it's like a lot of native. I don't know. I don't know. This is what I imagine.
1: They've all gone away or passed away. Yeah. I mean, if you ever go to Oregon,
0: it's like they're there, but they're not really there. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? I mean, everything changed when the Fire Nation
0: attacked. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Is that what that means? Anyway, sorry. Okay. And then we have two more that I just want to cover. This one's called the Wenabozo. When a bozo was a benevolent cultural hero, but he was a shapeshifter, he could transform. Hmm. That caught my eye. And then this last one, obviously, we all know. The Wendigo. Or the Wendigo, as they say. Um, An evil, man-eating spirit. Mm. Wendigos play the roles of monsters and boogeymen in some Chippewa legends.
1: Uh, Wendaboo.
0: <laughs> in others, Chippewa people who commit sins, usually selfishness, gluttony, or cannibalism, are turned into Wendigoose oh. as punishment. It's pronounced Ween Dee Go or Ween Dee in the Chippewa language. Anyway. Oh. Oh. So back to the island. They just landed. Get my weed to grow. <laughs> Ground, grounded. Sorry, no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I just love history.
0: <laughs> Back to the island. They're the only two on this island. There's, there's like, a, there's a boardwalk there that they know has ghost tours because the amount of weird stuff that happens on this island. It's just him and his buddy. He's looking to his local because he he's never been here. They hear the soft lapping of the waves, quiet night, night noises, super dark, and they go about collecting firewood to start a fire. When our buddy bends down, puts his hand on this stick, and hears (sighs) the loudest screech, yell, scream. Instantly without even looking at his friend, his friend doesn't even look at him. He doesn't know why they reacted this way. They both sprint back into the lake. Leave the boat. Flight. He said flight kicked in like he's never felt in his life. That's the right answer. (laughs) They both jump in the lake, leaving the raft, and swim all the way back. He said way faster than when they swam out there. (laughs) Wow. Kind of like how I swam for my girlfriend when she got stung. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Except they have an actual cause and they're not doo-doo heads. Uh, I mean. (laughs) I mean, you won that race. Yeah. Bunch of losers. That's all I'm hearing. So they pull up back to the the shore with the fire and all the rest of the people. And they come up and they're like startled. And they look at everyone on the shore and everyone's looking back at them. And they're going, what the hell was that? Instantly, they drain of any color remaining in their body. Because – It's scarier to them that they heard this noise from all the way across the lake.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a 30-minute
0: swim. They don't know what to say. Everyone on the shore is looking at them, and they start asking them questions like, did you guys just blow a whistle? One of the other people said, did a girl go with you? Like, what the hell? Did one of you scream? Are you guys okay? And they tell them what happened. And they say, we have no idea what it was. He said he... Went on. Before that night, he did not believe in ghosts. He has no idea what it was. All he knows is in the moment, it was the scariest thing that ever happened to him. He even went as far to try to debunk it and tried his best to figure out what it was. And he said, I do know that there is like a bird sanctuary somewhere in the area. Maybe we stepped on like a nest and a bird freaked out. But... To me, I don't know. I wasn't there, but does not sound like a bird. <laughs> a bird just be yelling. Just heard from all the way across the lake too. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: let go, my stack batch.
0: <laughs> just with the context of the area and the history, especially Wendigo being out there and like that's the birthplace, freaked me out. Dude, and is one, that it? That's it for that night. Oh, oh. Dude,
1: my eyes grew big at the scream. <laughs> oh, especially when you're the only two there. That you know of.
0: Yeah. And everyone else heard it. Like, confirming what happened was real. How far away? The swim out was 30 minutes. I mean, like, you saw the overhead picture. It's not like... But they were young. 16, 15, 16. It's yeah. Probably, yeah. I don't know. 300 yards? Well, I don't know. Anyway.
2: 1,000 meters, 2,000 meters.
0: <laughs> 20 farthings, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Legions. Um, $2 a okay. month. <laughs> so... That was all that happened to him at that time. But he has other stories, which I will be sharing on another episode. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, oh. we've gone on a little long. <laughs> What's his name? So he thumbless, wanted to go as... Thumbless Woodworker. Yes, the homie. Cool. Found us through one of our friend podcasts, and he said he's been enjoying going through our back catalog. He sounds he, I don't know. He sounds like an awesome dude. He said, tell DJ his dad jokes make me laugh sometimes. <laughs> I don't know why he threw in the sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know why either. They're fire every time he said. <laughs> he said our banter is like some of his favorite parts. He, he's like I could listen to it all time. But anyway, so shout out. We're happy that new. Not only new are we getting new listeners, but they're sending in stories. So right, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I am excited to share his next story another time. It's pretty crazy. Same. Keep them coming. But thank you so much, Thumbless. We thank you.
1: We appreciate you. All right, Charles. Shut up. <laughs> let's go, Sean. Let's All right, go. guys. That's me.
2: I have a story comes from Reddit. Hey, yo. Our let's not meet. Nice. Submitted by random lawn gnome. So Get cute. Nice. Obviously, we like going on trips. We like going on road trips, right? Not lately, but yes. Yeah, yeah, Not lately, but yes. Pre-2020. So our uh, writer here, we'll call him Davis. And their friend, Tez, decided to go on a road trip. Their early 20s live in New York at the time. And his mom, he says, is like a long-haul trucker. So they get the idea of just like sleeping out of their car. So they have like a Subaru. They're going to lay down the seats, have like a bed. And they kind of pimp it out a little bit, you know, like that cheapskate pimping out. like. <laughs> They went to the Goodwill, got, like, some sheets and hung on the windows for, like, curtains and, Custom, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving that money for the trip, you know. So they head out, and it's going to be a road trip from New York to Los Angeles.
1: Whoa. Casual.
2: And they're planning on taking about six weeks. Mm, Down the road. Yeah. (laughs) Just a, you know, like, run-of-the-mill road trip.
1: Get some cigarettes, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Davis— Says he – they didn't really feel any type of danger at any point until the last week of their trip.
0: Do you know when this was?
2: This was – well, it was a couple of years ago. That he posted? Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm just wondering if it was like 80s, 90s. Oh, no, no, no.
2: I get the feeling that this was like 2000s. Okay. 2000s. So, um, he says they don't really feel any danger until the last week of their trip. And they – uh have a good time. He says it really helped them both like get out of their shell, become friendly with people. They would essentially just try and find all the cheap semi legal places to park for the night. And they got their system so good that they would just like have camp ready to go in like 10 minutes where they would put the seats down the bed. That's the the dream dude. Oh yeah, dude. Like I'm thinking this is kind of dope. I would want to do this. Um, But they said along the way, they met tons of cool people. They would really just kind of, if they were at a free campsite, they would go up to the campfires, introduce themselves, be buddy buddy. They mentioned they ate, had Fourth of July dinner with this one family, went to the bar with this old dude they met at a campsite, and he like taught them how to line dance. It was like <laughs> it was like a fun experience for them this whole time. Dude, it <laughs> sounds like a movie. That's awesome. It honestly does. Up until <laughs> they are last week of their trip, they're in Arizona, and they're going through Flagstaff. Now they usually would try and not drive more than 3 or 4 hours a day and just kind of outside of the typical tourist attractions just asking locals the best things to do along their way. So the night before they found they'd gone on Google and that's why I thought like early 2000s. So they'd gone on Google, they found a free campsite. The the next day they head out to this free campsite. It's outside of Flagstaff, and Flagstaff is kind of higher elevation in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So it does get cold. It's like the mountainous area, and they're kind of off the beaten path. They head up to this campsite, and as they're like pulling up into this campsite on this dirt road, they notice there are a couple of vehicles already there. There's this kind of beat up RV, and then two other vehicles. So as they're driving past, they kind of pause by the RV. And this guy is like opening the door and Tez like rolls down her window and she waves at him like saying hi. And the guy in the RV just dead faced and then closes the door. And so they're like...
1: Their oh. RV?
0: No, they passed an RV. They passed oh, okay, an RV. Yeah, yeah. They're in a Subaru.
2: Yeah. So they pass this RV and go up further into the camp grounds and typically... They would set up their camp at this point just so that it's all ready to go, but they were kind of just messing around. And like I said, they had gotten their system to a pretty good place at this point. So they mess around for a bit, and they notice that a little bit further down the campground is a campfire. And it's closer to these other two vehicles that were in the campgrounds as well. They figure that's who it was. So they decide, hey, let's just go and say hi. So they grab a couple beers, head over to the campsite, or to the the campfire that they see, and just kind of introduce themselves. And it is two guys that are there. They find out that neither of the guys actually knows each other. One is this kind of older guy who they said was kind of already blasting off, was a little drunk and very high, and was there for UFOs. Nice. So Mm. that was his purpose of being out there. The other guy he said, was a former park ranger. Just this normal, good-looking like guy, like nothing out of the ordinary. They uh, introduce themselves. They sit down, offer them beers. They start talking. And, well, all at the same time, this UFO guy is just kind of in his own world looking up at the sky, you know, doing his thing, right? <laughs> so they're just having this friendly conversation. And then... The park ranger started talking about the bear. Now, he said that he had seen a bear earlier in the forest. And Tez didn't believe him. She's like... In Arizona? Yeah. bears in the forest. I did not know that. So, Tez didn't believe him either. And so, he pulls out his camera to show her a picture of the bear. And it's actually really close to the campsites. Just kind of out in the forest. He snaps some quick pictures of it. And now, both Davis and Tez are, you know... Known they'll they'll have to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. So this kind of scares both of them a little bit. (laughs) They'd have to get out of the car, go out into the forest in the dark, and now they know there's a bear there. So they're not super excited about that. Now the park ranger just kind of laughed, and then his expression changes completely. But his voice just kind of seemed cold. And he said, if you get out of your car in the middle of the night, it's not the bear that you should be worried about. And Davis and Tez are waiting for the punchline, just like waiting for this guy to start laughing. And he never did. Cheerio. So they both kind of laugh a little awkwardly. Davis makes a dumb joke about killers in the woods. And Tez makes a joke about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, what the?
0: They're trying to lighten the mood. They're like, yeah, because murderers are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Death.
2: So they move on to another subject. And within about five min- minutes, the ranger brings the, com- the conversation back to something grabbing us from our car in the middle of the night. Okay, dude. And no matter what they did to try and steer the conversation away, he kept latching back on. And the other this old dude is just high as a kite right now. He's not paying attention to anything anymore. But the ranger keeps bringing their conversation back to something sn- grabbing them out of their car. Serial killers, random stuff like this. I don't like that.
0: No. S- dude, super creepy. And can we can we confirm the guy in the RV is not the camp counselor? Uh, the guy in the RV
2: is neither of those two. They said they, these two were other guys. Like, they recognize them as different than the one that was in the RV. So this guy's being creepy off too. He's being creepy off as well. So then the ranger guy stands up and walks towards the cooler that's just outside of the campfire light to go and grab another beer. And as he gets outside of the light, where it's just kind of dark now, suddenly a red dot kind of lights up in the darkness. And it took him a minute to kind of realize what was happening, but it was his camera. And they noticed he had taken a picture as the like screen on the back of the camera lit up after the picture was taken and kind of illuminated his face a little bit. He had actually just taken a picture of them. Now, it wasn't abnormal on their trip to take pictures with people, but to this point, no one had taken pictures of them, and no one had taken pictures without asking. Yeah. So they both think it's a little bit strange for him to be taking pictures without asking or anything.
1: I'm not too worried. (laughs) It's a beautiful night. Got the campfire going.
2: Yeah, it seems normal. Seems legit. He kind of fiddles around on his camera a little bit. And then full on takes another picture. This time with flash and everything. Whoa. Okay. Just zero Fs. Then screen lights up on the back. Illuminates his face a little bit again. He closes his camera down. And then comes and sits back down by the fire.
1: Still not worried.
0: Doesn't say anything about it. I'd be weirded out. You would? I would just be like. If someone just took your photo, I don't know. It would be kind of odd. Nah. All right. I would be
2: a little freaked out. Like someone just randomly taking my picture because, okay, so.
0: The guy's literally been like, you're going to get pulled out of your car tonight if you're not careful. Okay, dramatic.
2: Well, that's what he was doing. <laughs> that's what, uh, And they said dead face, like his demeanor changed when he said, if you get out of the car in the middle of the night, bear is not what you should be worried about. So, dude is giving off creepy vibes. Dude's a little Looney Tunes. So he comes and sits back down by the fire, and both Davis and Tez are freaked out.
3: Hmm.
2: And then they start trying to make up some <laughs> excuse to get the hell out of there. And then they're like, yeah, we got to go, set up our camp, blah, blah, blah. We haven't done that yet. Oh, no. The UFO guy smiles and just says, hey, have a good night. Uh, just, you know, in his little own little world still. The ranger, however, looks at us or looks at them with a smile that doesn't reach his eyes. And he says, be careful out there. There's more than bears in the woods. (sighs) And at this point, every hair on the back of their necks just stands up and they're both completely freaked out. So they kind of slowly get up and start walking away from the fire towards where their car was. And then like start to speed up as they get out of like the vision of this dude they both get to the car open the front doors and get in and sit there and tez is just hyperventilating like what did he just pick take a picture of us for oh and davis and randomly said he read that sometimes serial killers will warn their victims
0: before it happens and dude not chill to bring that up at that moment <laughs> Tez is just like still in a he's like breathe, breathe sometimes, terrified state. Bro, I heard,
2: <laughs> I heard that sometimes the serial killers will try and warn <laughs> or will warn their victims. Um, and Tez responds, Do you think that he just took his victim photos of us? Oh my gosh, <laughs> and this whole conversation is you know going south real quick. They decide they're gonna GTFO, dude turn on the car. They pull around and start heading out of the campground as they're passing the RV and get barely pass it to where they can see the fire off in the distance. This ranger is now walking towards the car with a quick pace. And like he had noticed their vehicle leaving and was just barely getting to the RV as they were passing it. So he was like coming towards them as they were getting out of the campgrounds. They both... Just gunned it down the mountain, found another cheap campsite, lived to tell the tale. Hmm. But that was their close encounter.
0: Did you say he was going to
2: the RV? He was like going past the point of the RV. Yeah. So he was obviously coming towards them Hmm. and their vehicle as they were like getting out of there.
1: He pivoted and started walking towards their car when he noticed they were leaving.
2: Well, no, he knew that they were leaving. He saw their car turn on and, like, leaving the campground. And it was at that point that he started walking away from the fire towards
0: the road to meet up with their car. So, like, driving away and he's like. Yeah. Bro, I've never thought about the Ranger being a killer. Like, do we think that's what's – is he the creepy guy or is it the dude in the RV, you know? Well,
2: uh, the dude that was the ranger is the one who is saying the weird stuff. I know.
1: Dude, I was going to say that's not the ranger, dude. <gasps> the ranger got, got oh, the big f- dead already. F-
2: dude, probably. The UFO guy is probably next.
0: Or he's in on it and just pretending. Could be. Could be. Working together. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Yeah, the that's not even a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> They do say people like to insert themselves like in the case. So if there's a kill, like a lot of times they'll show up the next day to be in the crowd to like watch or they'll like call the police and be like, oh, I I heard he was wearing a a petticoat, you know?
2: Yeah. So the picture thing could be legit. maybe
0: Like the warning, their victims thing. I don't know if I've heard that, but. Uh, I don't. Okay. This is, uh, you know, like those threads is like scariest photos that exist. Yeah. There's one of a youngish girl in a dress and she's like stepping back into an abandoned house and she's putting her hand out like this and she has a scared look on her face and they said that's a photo of a victim of a killer that they haven't found who took photos of his victims and he, like he left it in the house oh
1: whoa yeah this is like, so she was like trying to block the, the like the photo being taken yeah or she like didn't her. like
0: what was going on and she's like stepping back she's like and he snapped a photo. Dude, that's creepy, bro. That makes this one creepy
2: too. So stuff like that, yeah, can't exist. Those victim photos. Hmm. That's probably what he was doing. Like
1: I I get it. I get why it's creepy. I wouldn't want to give off that vibe to him. I'd just be chill. Continue to try to befriend him, but
0: be cautious, you know? Or out creep him.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Just assert dominance. <laughs>
0: But like there's several red flags to
2: where the point where he takes the pictures, I'm like, nah, bro. I
1: don't know. The him with the flash and then coming back just sounds like almost like an older dude. Like doesn't know how to Well,
2: this like- is the normal guy. The UFO dude was the old you was the old guy.
0: This guy was normal looking, good like looking, middle aged, not old. Yeah. I mean The photo is kind of weird, but all the warnings, like the weird little warnings, is what would I would just be like, bro, what do you mean? Like, what are you saying? Yeah, but who knows? Like, maybe I get what you're saying. Easily could be like a socially awkward person who doesn't pick up on cues. That's hundred percent true. And he just keeps talking about how you're gonna get murdered. I don't know park rangers that that chill with tenants
1: at the campsite. Well, he was a former park ranger. Oh okay. So he was he was on duty or yeah. anything. He yeah he had his RV. his on vacation himself. Well, or, if that was his or RV, staying. yeah, yeah.
2: Either way, narrow escape. Hmm. Those road trips turning south. Was that you? That's me for tonight.
1: They made it to California. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Ooh, it's been a night. Where'd we go? Vietnam. Vietnam. Fresno. Fresno. Canada. Great Lakes
2: road trip across the U.S. Little Arizona,
0: yeah, nice. Any anyone learn anything from tonight? Don't put Twinkies on oh. your pizza.
1: <laughs> Classic. Adam Levine is very out of
0: touch with his own there industry. There are no more bands. <laughs> what an idiot, dude! With the Fresno thing, it's crazy. She put herself in the situation like it she is, pursued yeah. it actively. I wouldn't always counsel like i would never tell someone to do that <laughs> but to each their own and she sounds like she obviously like handled herself well right right yeah. she was able to navigate that for me no thank you the couple in arizona it's like good thing they listen to their oh their yeah gut like getting out of there for real because easily there's so many times where it's like you have a feeling but to act on it might take a lot of effort yeah to find another campsite in the middle of the night it's like when you're so tired and buzzed already yeah I've had feelings before, and I've had to be like, am I really going to listen to this? You know what I mean? Oh, it's true. But it's always worth,
2: like, trust your gut, as some would say.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Tonight was fun. Guys, if you're listening, we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep sending in. We want to keep doing these. And the more stories you guys send in, the easier it is for us. So (laughs) we appreciate all your stories. Take care of each other.
1: Uh, Trust your gut and watch your back. Bye. Love you. Be safe. Be
2: careful out there. There's more than bears
0: in the
1: woods. Oh, gosh.
0: Legit, when you said that, I was like, that sounds like you, dog. <laughs> Are you that guy? Did you do this to someone? I did live in Arizona. Oh, my God.
2: submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you.
0: Come play with us.
3: I'm an American vigilante. I have a question for you. What would you do if someone you cared about was abducted, taken from you? Would you call me? Would you care about how I got them back? (sighs) Download American Vigilante
1: now.